Hey everyone, welcome back to Geektopia Island. We're here today talking about a new uh, podcast we're going to start. It's called Forced by the Fireside. And uh, essentially we're just, it's a force of will, like strictly force of will podcast. Essentially is what we're trying to do. And for those that don't know, I'm Kevin. And I'm Cardwell. And I'm Trevor. And uh, so this is going to be quick and short. Really, we're just going to talk about what we've, what's happened the last week or what's what, what's been going on in Force World News. And we're going to give a little background of our of our own TCG playing, which I started back in 2002 playing Magic the Gathering. That's what I came from. I'm a magic scrub, I know, but it's what it is. But Onslaught Block for life for any magic players that were out there. And then Trevor got me into Force of Will at the end of 2016, like the very end of it, or 2017, um, when the end of Alice Block was happening. So I played when like, uh, like the shift cards were about to be going out and all of those. Like that's that's the deck that I really made was like black, red, shift. And that's where I ended on, or started in Force of Will. And of course, uh, I am also Cardwell, uh, MTG scrub. I started in Mirrodin, which I'm trying to look. Oh, yeah, 2003, just like a year or two after Kevin there. It was my first block and first step into Magic, and of course was a scrub for like two or three or four years. And, and you got to know, like, in our town, like, there was nothing that supported TCGs at all. Mm-hmm. There, there was, like, you know, stores here and there, but there was no, like, tournament legal stuff that that I knew of, mostly. And then uh, took a break, came back after a few years, and now just working it up. And of course, y'all, Trevor and Kevin, got me into Force, what, two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, so, a year or two. A year or two. I'm still a scrub at that, but I'm still learning. <laughs> I, I, I still mainly focus on magic, uh, as you can tell from the our you know YouTube videos and whatnot. But it, it's still pretty fun. I like it. Yeah, I started in Innistrad Block in 2011 with Magic, so all three of us definitely have played Magic for sure for yeah. many years. Mm-hmm. And I quit that because I was getting tired of the mana fixing. I would just keep you on more lands and less lands and just never work. So I saw Force of Will and I jumped onto that bandwagon, or that train, to get into it. And I started in the Vingoff 2 when it the date, release date of Vingoff Two is when I started playing, and that was in July 2016. Super great game, super fun, Dan. And I didn't know a single thing. Yeah, did pretty good for the first tournament. And, and yeah. uh, as Kevin said, I slowly got him in, and then we slowly got Cardwell in, and it's just been working out well. Yeah. So, like you said, this tournament. So Trevor had not played this game at all. No, 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 no prior things to this, but he knew how to play cards and knew how to read cards and evaluate cards. Yep. So he made this little red green deck and stomped everybody to our tournament for like a regional event. Just well, stomped well, everyone to the ground. Let's be honest. It was five colors. <laughs> bought cards a week prior to the tournament. Didn't even know how to play the game. It was like YouTube is. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Put the deck all together and just stomp top one index it's like let's go it was fantastic it was the to best. See. and then he told me about it and i was just like i don't know that seems kind of stupid and then he caught me when he said there's no mana screw you always get a land 
and there's no ghost blocking. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? And he explained it to me. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And then kind of been hooked ever since. Because to me, it feels a lot smoother than Magic. I still like Magic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I enjoy Force Will more. But, of course, you know, Magic's been around so long. But when Force Will gets to that point, it'll probably be even smoother. Oh, and, yeah. And didn't, definitely. Didn't you tell me... Y'all tell me about the like the power level of Force of Will back then. It was like playing Legacy Magic. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. When I first joined, that's the other like big thing I enjoyed about it is it felt like Legacy Magic, where every card is just as broken as every other card. <laughs> where you're like, ah, it's all equaled because everything's broken. You're like, I just paid two mana for a nine nine. What what's happening? Right. And you're just uh -huh. like, I don't really know if that's okay, but I'm gonna still do it. And I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, my favorite card, other than Prisia, when I first started playing, that actually won me several games, was Keeper of the Past, Earther. Best card I think I've ever seen in a card game. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's the one where you move cards and deal damage equal to something in your graveyard. Yeah, you can, you're able, you can, when it enters, you can remove up to two cards from your graveyard from the game. If you do, you deal 200 multiplied by the total combined cost of the cards removed this way to target J slash resonator. I was like, cool, if I play a three drop and a three or three drop and a two drop and, and it dies, that's ten damage to kill anything I want. God, if that card was legal right now, it would it would be game breaking. <laughs> yep. Game breaking. And that's where my mentality for the game just stayed. Let's get yeah. good cards and good value. Pretty much. That's where we're all at. Uh -huh. But that that's really it for our backgrounds. Uh, we've we've all started in Magic, so when we first started, we were very more into Magic terminology. Yeah, and I mean it's it's been in our brains for so long, me and Cardwell, that it's just gonna be there. So if I refer to a Resonator as a creature, I apologize, but it's the same thing. Or like Death Touch and Indestructibles. Like, thankfully, they created Eternal finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bane. But it's essentially the same thing, and like so. First and foremost, if we ever say anything like this, that's a magic terminology, we apologize. But we're trying to we're trying to do better. Yeah, we're trying to but morph into that. It, it's hard to break that little mold that's been there for so long. Our, our producer but, son Trevor here trying to train us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not working too well. He gets mad at us and hits us with rulers a lot. Yeah, it's okay. especially during the brawls. Like, Have you ever seen a jumping I had a ruler? <laughs> what? If I had a ruler, I would probably hit them. Uh, oh, no don't act like you don't. Don't act like you don't. You you said this a lot. I have glared at y'all a lot. <laughs> you should have a giant well, J on it, or have a J ruler, a ruler shaped as a J. Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> we have to find that now. Yeah, we have to make it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're gonna dug. We're gonna we're gonna get out of that whole uh, craziness. But we're gonna go over some promos that are coming out or that have been out. Uh, the March promos, they're pretty sweet. I mean, they are just magic stones, but it's okay. So promo cards for March is the Darkness Magic Stone and the Fire Magic Stone. Personally, I like the Fire Magic Stone better because it's literally Stonehenge on fire summoning a giant dragon. <laughs> That's what they're made for, right? <laughs> like, it's it's wild right now. Stonehenge is all like on fire and there's a big dragon killing... I don't, or trying to like grab the big circle of red doom. I, I don't know. I can't handle it and I love it at the same time. There is pretty nice. What's the meaning the of Stonehenge? Sorry, I have to say it every time I hear that song. 
No, and the darkest one I like is just like a little wand. It looks like a wand with a crystal on top, and it's just got skulls coming from it. Little like vapor skulls. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, giving off an aura of death. It's pretty nice. But um, yeah, the fire magic stone is probably the best. Oh yeah, it's the it's definitely the better one. But in order for your store, if you're playing the locals, to get these, you got to make sure you have your store report their tournaments through TCG Meister. That is a new change. So for those that haven't heard that, make sure your store is doing TCG Meister and they send their tournaments in to get the promo cards. Because that's how the company will send the promo cards out now. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully nothing happens, messes up. Yeah. Yeah, it it we're we're in a little crazy stage right now, but that's what it is. Um, but for more tournament stuff and other promos, uh, Force of Will Charlotte was just this last weekend, and March sixteenth through the seventeenth, and it was a new Frontiers format, so there's all kinds of manner of decks there. And the one thing that's happened with New Frontiers now with these new rulers is the format has never really been this open for a very long time. Yeah. Which I personally love because it allows other random decks to be a thing. Yeah. Because before That's... it was just like you played the top tier deck or you didn't play at all. Or you played Scheherazade. Or it was like three decks in the format. And even then it was only like two decks in the format. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, this this GP had literally like 17 different rulers and you're just like uh what and like all of them had multiples of that ruler there was like loki there was lucifers there's hanzos brunhilds everyone it's just it's crazy and there's a couple gills uh turn was actually really cool for those that didn't get to watch it or whatever like i watched some of the games i didn't get to watch the finals i really wish i did but it seems really cool but how many Lorites were played in top. Probably too many. <laughs> yeah, probably. I didn't yeah. actually watch. I didn't watch all that, so I don't, couldn't tell you. And I haven't seen the card breakdown yet, but probably too many. Yeah. In top eight, there was only seven Lorites. Jeez. Really? Not too bad. That's impressive. Because yeah. in top eight, there's only one Gil and one Hanzo, so those are the two decks that can play it. But the Hanzo deck or the Guild deck decided to only run three. Surprising that they only run three, but it is due to the fact that they can literally grab all of them back to their hand. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's understandable. Um, yeah. So speaking of Lorite, he is actually the top eight promo or one of, for the top players. He was the promo for them. And for all players, it was Lightning Cave. Which is pretty cool, yeah. And like the lightning cave picture is dope. It really is. Like the, the fish oh, are yeah. just crazy, exploding in the water. And then the top eight play and play mat was really sweet. It's got like, I I don't know, it's got Lucifer, Loki, Brunhild, Hanzo, and Isis. I don't really know why they chose those five. There's no real reason to, but they did. Yeah, because two of them have a new master rune, and then three of them don't. Oh no, three of them have a master new master rune, and two of them don't. So it's kind of weird how they yeah. did that. I don't know why they chose those five, but I mean, it looks cool. Like I love the uh, split rulers like that, just because you get to see them all. Uh huh. And I mean, the lorite one's cool, but it's lorite. I mean, it's just everybody you you play that dude if you're playing green. It's just yeah, you either love them or hate them. <laughs> 
yeah. here at the channel, we kind of hate him. Oh, that's true. He's he's good. When we play competitive, we use him, but yeah. I try not to because I don't really want to play that like super competitive all the time because it's not really that fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the top eight promos, you got a gold Isis or the the like fine fancy Isis. Super. It's like a gold plated card. Yeah, yeah, acrylic, I believe, is what it was, which. I would have loved to acquired one of those, but it's sad that yeah, we were not dude. able to. They look so cool. They're so pretty. Uh-huh. Kind of jealous of anyone that got one, but yeah. it is what it is. But hey, um, they can sell them for quite a bit of money too, so that's a good plus. That is fair. So at this GP, the the top two came down to a Gil, or old school Gil, and new Lucifer. So that was pretty cool to see. I enjoyed seeing some of it. I didn't get to watch all of it. But I was so happy that Lucifer made the top two. Just because Black in this game right now seems really, really, really strong. Oh, yes. Definitely. Uh-huh. And everybody's hating on it. And I don't know why. Yeah. Or at least that's what I've seen. Is a lot of people don't think Black's that strong. Every time we do a brawl and you play Black against me, I just get so frustrated. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Black's Darkness is one of the strongest colors in this current format. Especially their chants. Yeah. Or their chant runes, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy darkness in, in general of this game and its colors, but it, for a while it wasn't ever that strong. I think it's now at a point where it can be that strong, and this, this GP actually showed that pretty well. Yes, so, okay, so the finals came down to Lucifer and Gil. Sam Sheik was playing Lucifer, and Aaron Miles was playing Gil. It came down to time, and, like, the Gil player would have won in time had he went through with it or whatever. Uh, but he he's, he uh, he scooped to the Lucifer player because that way he could let the Lucifer player get the win to get the invite to Worlds. It's it wasn't a paid one, so he still had to. The dude has to figure out how to get to Japan. But I mean, you get a free invite to Japan. Yeah, exactly. You get yeah. the chance to go there, which is awesome. <laughs> You're gonna try to find that way to get there. Uh, um, but yeah, Aaron Miles did say he's gonna try to get the one that's paid for in uh, Minnesota next in April. So more power to you, man. I hope you get there. Uh, but I'm just I'm glad that the Lucifer deck came up and showed up to play because it. It's really great, and the best part of it is he named the deck I Am Sleepy. Because <laughs> if you haven't gone to a GP like this or want to, they're really early. Like, you, you start pretty early because you're playing a lot of Force of Will. They are. <laughs> We've been to a couple of them, and, I mean, it's just been... They're, they're super fun, but you're there all day. Yeah, with no and breaks. So you get really tired, really really tired really quickly. So, I can definitely understand why he put I am sleepy. But like I'm looking at the deck list for this for the Lucifer deck and it just is so awesome. Like check it out on the Force of Will TCG player or the TCG page. It's there. You just got to look for it. But I mean, essentially it is just darkness resonators, good stuff. Like you play all the good darkness resonators and some good spells. That's essentially what he played. 
Uh, did he play our favorite new three-drop darkness resonator? Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. Oh. So, like Cardo was saying, at our channel, we love the new guy, Estima, the returnee of hatred. That card is insane. Card. Insane. She's turning into a waifu. She's amazing. <laughs> she is kind of waifu material. Yeah. Um, but the reason that we all like her so much, and we're really not sure, but a lot of people kind of don't, and I don't really get it. I mean, they're starting to like her more. But the way I think about it is she comes into play for three mana as a 7-6 with flying. Are already good, pretty good yeah, stats. Good stats. She has an inner trigger that says your opponent loses 500 life, period. If you have three or more runes revealed in your rune area, you gain five life. Oof. So, I mean, they already lost five and you gain five. Yeah, just paying three, three mana. mana. And then you can pay four and draw a card. Play this ability once per turn and only on your turn. Pay four life. Yeah, pay four life, draw a card. And then her last ability is pay ten life, your opponent loses five life. Play this ability only during your turn and only once per turn. <laughs> so, yes, we all know that you're not going to use the last ability all that often. But it's That's reach. There. Well, yeah. when you do, it wins. Yeah, because, I mean, you, it, it gives you a way to kill them without having to attack. Yeah. And in this game, that is crucial because right now, Miscalculation and Naughty's Child are everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Everywhere. So you're just like, ah, oh, one man to kill that attacking dude. Whereas that, where she's like, cool, I'm going to take 10, you take 5. Yeah. If, if It's like... The reach part is something like fresh and new, I guess, in Force of Will Minds, because like in Magic, only one color really has reach, which is red there, which is kind of red in Force of mm -hmm. Will too. But if another color actually had full reach, then it would just break the game. That's how powerful mm -hmm. it is. But what makes the Steam so good is the pay for life, draw yeah, a card. Just draw a card. It's so beneficial. Dude, because it, it gives black card draw. And black like doesn't ever have card draw. Yeah, and of course you can only do it once per turn, but that's okay. That's like you do have like... blood blood spray, but that requires you mystery kind of need to build with that with mystery counters, and it's it may be worth it, it may not. Yeah, I yeah. I just we all love Estima, and I'm glad that somebody else has figured out that she's super strong and is she's just starting to see play a lot more and more. Mm -hmm. Like, we do understand the fact that she does die to Sandstorm and Rapid Fire Me. But that's two cards for one that has already done a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah, that you've already that's gotten quite a bit of value. Extreme value right there. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you can, if you have runes out, you're basically dealing five, drawing a card, and gain one life. Like, it's just so good for three mana. Value town. Yeah. And my favorite part is she's a wonder. That's <laughs> part ever. All the tricks. Makes a wonder wonder deck the best. You and your wonders, whatever. I can't really say much because it's me and my dark elf, so like I get it. But hashtag tribal all the way. Tribal for yep. life. And the other card that he used that a lot of people like are paying attention to right now is a contract demon. Oh, and this dude's, so good. this dude's good too. So he's two mana for a 6-6. Six, six. He comes into play, you lose four, and you draw a card. And then he's got rune two black. This card gets plus two, plus two. So essentially he's two mana 
for an 8-8 if you have two runes showing and you draw cards when he comes into play. Yeah, I, he can kill you. Yeah. But it's pretty good card draw. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Because black is all about power at any cost. And if you get that extra card to, to win the game that turn, then it's worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And two runes isn't that hard to get to. Yeah. No. No, not at all. Pretty easy. Especially in his rune deck, because his highest costing rune costs three. And it's literally only there to fight against Panda and AU. And that's the one that kills a J. That's its only purpose. Nice. Are you playing AU? And he's the only one that played the Lucifer deck in top eight that had uh, that rune in there, too. So that must have pushed him over the top. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But definitely check this dude's deck out. Congrats, Sam Sheik, for winning GP uh, Charlotte. You you did good, man. I'm proud of you for playing black and representing, you know, the colors. The, the darkness color is really good. Oh, yeah. And you showed that it can be. Mm-hmm. Oh. Last one I'm going to talk about in his deck is Power of Immortality. The new chant rune that came from the new set. That chant rune is totally insane. That's the one if the Resonator dies, bring it back, tapped? Yes. yes. For one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 One colorless, you pay one colorless less to play this rune card from a rune area. So essentially play one black for a divinity one. Target Resonator gets plus four, plus O, oh, and when it's put into the graveyard from the field, put it back into the field, rest it under its own control. It's a better play dead. Really? I, especially yeah. since it's in your rune deck, so you, you, you have it at all, at all times. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what makes it a better play dead, is because you can get it whenever you need it. You're like, oh, this dude's going to die? No. Yeah. yeah, and then you don't got to pay any extra costs, like strength counters to do anything. And to potentially get it, because you have to pay strength counters equal to the actual cost of the card. This one mm-hmm. doesn't care about the cost. Just save my dude. Yeah. Especially when they try to kill a Steema, and you're like, okay, cool, we'll take five again. Maybe I gain <laughs> yeah, some yeah. life. Yeah. It's so good. Like, the, the cards in this new set have just made the other cards just so much stronger. Yeah. And, like, it's just it's a good complement set to the first first one. So well done, Sam, on making it there. Congratulations again. Hopefully we'll get to see you at uh, GP Arizona. Is that right? That's where we're going the, to? The Glendale, Arizona, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see some of y'all there at Arizona. So be on the lookout for Geektopia there. Yeah. Um, and thank y'all again for joining us. We just want to remind everybody we did start a Patreon. So if you want to see more, more great content or more interesting whatevers, Go to our Patreon, give us a like and some support, you know. And uh, we want to just say thank you again for joining us here, but forced by the fireside. Thanks, Later. Man. Bye. Bye.